everyone. Welcome back to the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Joe Ludwig, and with me is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going, Caroline? I'm trying to remember what we talked about on this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't exactly remember, but I know we had a lot of fun. And isn't that the important thing? Right. So we have a very special show for you this week. We welcome back our very good friends, Hillary and Katie. Yep. And we just were a bunch of moms sitting in the basement talking about mom things. While all the kids run around on the couch and jump off stuff. Mostly our kids. Well, I mean, it helps that Kenzie and Miss Veda are not quite old enough to also be participating in those activities. But give them six months. Yeah, I'm sure um, they did enjoy the slide that's in our family room right now. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. If I was toddler-sized, I would also enjoy the slide that's in our living room. But I am no longer toddler-sized, so I cannot enjoy the slide that's in our living room. (laughs) So we have a great show planned out, and it is a... Wait, was it planned? We have a great show. (laughs) We have a great show uh, this week, as mentioned many times, and uh, we're just going to get right to it because it's a long one, but I think you will enjoy it. Yep. So we will get to that right after this. Hey, everyone. Joe Ludwig here with the one and only Caroline. Before we get to the main topic of today's episode, we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the show. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me a Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content. To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me a Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my good friends, Katie and Hillary. Hello. Hi. It is Moms Unfiltered or something. (laughs) I don't know. Or or slightly filtered by Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you better leave that. (laughs) I almost brought my visual timer today, like, so we could time (laughs) each person's responses to things, like... And go. And even amounts of... You get five minutes. You're now holding the talking feather, and you can only only talk for 15 minutes. You have your keys, we can... There you go. Hold your keys. Hey, you can hold the keys. We jingle jangle them in front of the. <laughs> Here, wait. I got. I can talk now. Ding ding ding. It's it's the talking <gasps> the beer talking. festival sample cup. Nice. I like it. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. I like it. So at the moment we have adult beverages in front of us, and we'll just hit on them real quick. So I am currently drinking a West Side Brewing Half of Ison. It is four point nine percent ABV, and their description is a traditional German style Hefeweizen loaded with aromas of banana, clove, and pepper. The bready, weedy flavor gives way to notes of banana and spice from the yeast. This special German yeast is left unfiltered, so expect a softly golden, cloudy appearance. Do I have to read mine? Because now I want to read mine. All right. You you can read yours. (laughs) We are drinking the same thing. Oh, man. Okay, well, fine. We're both drinking a liquid death, which is not alcoholic, but it looks like it. Bury it alive. So bury is the flavor. And it says... This ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water is armed with agave nectar, natural electrolytes to refresh your body and murder your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and I are both drinking it. We are. 
for now. So thanks to our friend, the Gnarly Gnome, who talks about them all the time. Joe started drinking it and now is getting all of our friends addicted to it as well. That's good. So that Liquid good. Death, sponsor Craft Parenting Podcast and or the Cincy Brewcast. That'd be awesome. Do it. It's got good flavor for sparkling water. It does. It does not- like too bubbly too. We're like, oh, it's coming out of my nose. And it's just, it feels like it is alcoholic. Like when you drink it, it, it because I think <laughs> because the look of it, it's like really like tricking my brain. I'm like, mm, it's got that like hoppies to it. Like, like it doesn't, but. Ooh, and I can drink now. Not that you can't drink whenever you're breastfeeding, but I stopped oh, I breastfeeding totally a while back. And Yay. now it's like, I know, now it's like. Uh, what is it like journey complete like and I, mm-hmm. I had a like, glass of wine Cha-ching. the other day and it was like it was nice and I and I have one bag one four ounce bag of milk in my freezer <laughs> that's mine the rest of it I have from my cousin but um, well it's, it's so nice, nice because I feel like so Kenzie's starting to wean mm-hmm. and I feel like I have more energy oh. and I know that you can drink while you're nursing but I right same. I, didn't, I didn't feel comfortable but now like I'll put her to bed and I know I'm not gonna nurse her again till the next morning and so it's really nice. Like I can have a glass of wine and I can feel like it's okay. So yeah. that's really nice. And it's, it's whatever makes you feel comfortable. Definitely. Oh yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Now, will yeah. I encourage you to get totally wasted? No. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll open up a bottle of wine later. <laughs> What's the topic today? Topic today is what we did this summer. Yeah, so the summer summer's fun. over. Boo. I mean, rub it in, like, rub it into Katie. Yeah, Technically, Lily's you. in school. Katie's in school. Boo. Technically, who's in school? Lily. 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 Yeah, we're on a we're on a break. We're on a break. It's not me. It's you. Not her and Joe. <laughs> then Lily from school. <laughs> yeah. Let's clarify. Clarify. Just gonna be like, what? Lily. <laughs> Lily's on a break from school because we're solidifying potty training still. We'll How get are there. you supposed to like do this? Like, obviously, I haven't done any research on it yet. But like, I what? How do they know that you've solidified potty training? Like, how do they know that she's okay to, to come be? in? So she's. It's between us and the director. Okay. And if she has more than. If she has three accidents in two weeks, she can be asked to take a break. How many times can you be asked to take a break? I don't know. She said that they don't have any plans on filling her spot. That's nice. Because the class is full. So, Mm, like, with her out, like, if there was a wait list, like, maybe Uh, throw somebody from the wait list onto it and be like, yeah, peace out. Mm. Good luck on all those paper towels that you gave us. They're ours now. (laughs) Um, I'd be like, I want my paper towels back. I that gave him a six pack of bounty. Because oh. I was like, but Katie knows she's going to go through that. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's, I never knew how important paper towel brands were until I was cleaning up pee. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I know Lily's going to be the problem kid. So Tony needs to get with you and talk I about know. and talk about what's really important. <laughs> I'll go do a commercial. Yeah. Tony, call me up. Yeah, for real. So make some extra income. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> no. Which I still want you guys to get like a, a sponsor for this podcast. That would be amazing. Yeah. It was some, some bounty. Come on, bounty. Come on, PNG. Get on it. So she keeps her underwear dry 95% of the time, but she won't actively take herself to the bathroom okay it's so like you have, have to you ask thought, her thought about getting her a potty watch i've seen that i did but My i don't had them i don't know if she'll pay attention to it i don't it. know if it's like a boy girl thing or yeah like, i'm like because it's because like we'll ask her like do you have to go potty and she'll say no and then she'll go run off and do something because there, there's like certain time limits and then it's like i think they did when it buzzes and then you have to go to the bathroom even if you don't mm-hmm. feel like it you have to go to the bathroom and then like once they were solid on that then they stretched it a little bit further than you still had to. And then it, I, 
and I'm just, I think, I can't remember, it's been a while, but, Me next um, <laughs> but then it, like, after a while, I was like, do you have to go to the bathroom? So it mm-hmm. changed from you have to, you have to, to then it's like, well, what is your body telling you? Mm-hmm. That was my thought. So, like, I always have these parents, because I'm in, I work in early, early intervention as a speech therapist, and my thought is, I have all these, and I've not done it myself, so I can't, I can't say, this is the way I did it, and this is, you know, whatever, right. but all these parents will ask, do you have to go to the bathroom? And I feel like toddlers are constantly just so excited about what they're doing that they're just going to say no. And so yeah. my thought is it's almost like potty training. It's almost like with toilet training, potty training a dog in that like people will ask me, does Teller, my dog, like indicate that he needs to go outside? And I've always said no. I always just take the dogs out whenever I possibly can so they right. get enough opportunities. And that's the way I've always thought I would address toilet training with a toddler because it's like I can't trust you to answer yes yet so maybe right. maybe every 15 minutes we just go you know what and i mean that's, and that's so that what makes we sense did to me like you said and we're very solid on that okay if we take her she has no issues the problem is she has to start taking herself okay and so we have to try to bridge that gap so well, now instead of me yeah. taking her every 45 minutes like well can no they questions asked it's yeah. hey do you have to go to the bathroom if you do let mommy know let the teacher know and we'll go to the bathroom right away and so like when we were stuck in the car the other day, she told me I have to go potty. And I was like, well, this is not great, but we'll try to find a way to make this work. But by the time I got her out of her car seat, she'd already gone. Yeah. Okay, here's a question I have for you. At school, she's there from what time to what time? And then do they have set times that they take all the kids to go potty? So she's there from like 730 to 11-ish. And there's a pot- there's two potties in the bathroom. And no more than like two potties in the classroom. And, sorry, two no, potties in the classroom. Oh, and there's nice. no more than nine kids in that class at a time. Okay. And it's not like the teacher that's can use the amazing. potties because they are little potties. Okay. So it's one of those like I, I'm assuming the other kids just kind of run to the potty when they need to. But she's got to realize that she has to. But she has to realize that she has to. Do they to. do like a whole class like bathroom break? I think is what you're getting yeah. at. Like at nine o'clock, do they go to the bathroom? Or at eleven o'clock, do they go to the bathroom? No, but the teacher will bug her like every thirty to forty-five minutes. And be like, okay. hey, she's still, so asking, she's still, she's still asking, but it's just Lily needs to figure out that, oh, I have to go. So now we're maybe you point. should say every time you get asked, you should go try. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I don't so, know, just thinking about it. I'm kind of like at the point where I'm like, OK, I'm going to ask you every 30 to 45 minutes whenever I remember that, hey, it's been a hot second since you've gone or since I asked mm-hmm. you. Right. And just try to figure out that like, OK, if you if you go in your pants, you're going to help me clean it up. And hopefully right. her starting to get that sensation of okay I, this happened and then that happened so now if this happens i need to go to the bathroom and right. i and i wonder if you if you go try if that's an issue like if that will cause any issues you know what i'm saying like yeah well because just that's... try without having to go like i always wonder if that's going to cause any kind of like urinary issues or like you know what i mean like i just like any kind of bodily issues if you just try without having to go i don't know i mean i feel like no we, i try to set like a five minute limit to, to how long we sit on the potty if she doesn't go mm. So it's like, because like if she tells me, oh, I have to poop. Well, sometimes it's just she has to fart. <laughs> and so, okay, we sit on the potty. She has like two farts. I'm like, do you have to poop? And she's like, no. Okay, you just had to fart then. <laughs> There's a difference between a fart and a poop. But Hey, I'd rather her go on the potty. Yeah, I'd, I'd, fart rather, too, yeah. I'd rather you <laughs> fart on the potty than yeah. we Definitely. have a bigger issue in our pants. So she's starting to figure it out. It's just, and like over the last month, she's made leaps and bounds of progress. Yeah, because like a month ago she was in pull-ups half the time, and she was in rubber when pants. When do they say to start doing this? I don't know. You mean they say to start potty training? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in my early intervention assessment, I believe it says so like by three, like but like by three, 
like they want them to be going to the like the last part of the of that um the self the self um care as part of the assessment because there's five areas on the assessments mm-hmm. that we use the toileting section the last very last point on there says we'll have a bowel movement on the potty without and we'll need assistance wiping still like it was like it was like that By was like what age that was three because we go up okay. to like early intervention we go up to three and then we're okay. done so it would be by three they would need to be able to go poop on the potty and go pee on the potty without with only minimal assistance i think it was like they were mm-hmm. like with like that was like the the assessment piece on there so i don't know but i mean like again like that's that's the milestone i've always seen on the carolina or whatever that we use right so. right but yeah. I feel like there's so many readiness skills that kids have to have mm-hmm. that I think it's so hard to say, like, by this age, you have to have this. Because there's so many kids that I that I work with that still don't have anything close to those right. milestones reached because it's just so hard because you want them to have those readiness skills of, like, they you know they they're they're staying dry for naps and they're it was like it was like they're staying they're waking up dry and they're um you know indicating that they have to go you know they're they're indicating mm-hmm. they're having some kind of indication that like we have to, or that they want their diaper changed even like they'll indicate right. to you that they want their diaper changed and it's like it's just really interesting and poop and pee are so different too everybody's yeah, like yeah. The, you know, that's a whole you can master the pee and then like still have trouble with the poop part mm-hmm. so yeah that's hard yeah so like some people have said like they waited until their kids were actively asking for a diaper change like okay. You need to change my diaper because I made a stinky in it. Did Lily um, do that? Kind of. I mean, she would she would definitely get uncomfortable if her diaper was full and mm-hmm. be like, "Yes, you can change my diaper now." Versus Elliot, who's like, "We'll fight us on everything," because he's like, "What? No, I don't care. I just want to go play." And I'm like, "No, I have to change your diaper right now." Mm-hmm. So we find creative ways to change his diaper. Oh these days. man, yeah. But, so she and she was dry more often. Like we would be like, "Oh, like it's been like an hour and a half or so since I changed your diaper." Oh, your diaper's dry. So we started off with when her diaper was dry, we would set her on the potty and see if she would go on the potty. And if she went on the potty, be like, yay, hey, look, you went on the potty. Like introducing that as a thing that we can possibly do. And then we just slowly started increasing those times and we tried to put her on the potty. And eventually we went just straight to 360 diapers. Okay. And now we're just straight in (laughs) pull-ups. We're hearing, we're hearing, it sounded like beta. We just, we're just hearing the the boys are upstairs playing with the babies, and it's a little scary, the noises that we're hearing. Then the dog goes barking, and the baby's crashing and falling and crying, and the boy's going, uh-oh. <laughs> They're fine. Oh, this, no. We'll have to call this the Poop and Pee podcast, because I am curious about what your thoughts are on... I'm sorry if I'm too loud. I'm curious about... Yeah, please rein it in. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So much potty mouth out of you today. I haven't, I've been curious about uh, Veda. She's been like, she likes to sleep on her belly for, like mm-hmm. since forever. Since she's been able to roll over, she slept right. on her belly. Oh, my kids are the same way. And, yeah, yeah, and it's, too. it's great because then they With can. With their little booty up in there. I know, mm-hmm. it's okay. I like that <laughs> Like a little inchworm and they're like, like just push it. Why are you laying like that? I love when uh, I look and all I just see is booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> booty like everything camera. else is dark and I just hear a little booty. <gasps> I just love the word booty. I was, I'm like, I'm like, Veda, you're shaking your booty. Now. now she's like, now she's dancing. She's doing the dance uh, thing on the table. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I got a video show you guys too but um she's doing this thing with her head now too where she dances like this i'm like what is that but she'll like i'm like whoa i don't remember us doing that so i don't know but she will leak through mm-hmm. like we have her in a, in a onesie and a sleep sack and we have her at in a, night yeah and a one size up diaper and she will still do you do the overnight diapers not yet so there yeah there's there's a the flavor of overnight diapers elliot uses those mm-hmm. a which one overnight so like pampers has like overnight pampers right? overnight. I think huggies huggies might have overnights too I think we have pampers and yeah. so did you guys was she leaking through a lot and that's why you did it no, but we'd have to change her in the middle of the night. Change her in the middle of the night. Okay. It was like, 
Yeah. yeah. So with, with Elliot, it started out because he was waking up in the middle of the night just because his diaper was so full mm-hmm. and he was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, he had like two or three times that he leaked through and I was okay. like, you know what? I'm going to Target anyway. So I'll okay. just pick him up a pack of overnight so diapers. So Pampers overnight is what you guys mm-hmm. use. Yeah. My and friend told me about him, and that night Kenzie slept through the night. Oh, man. Because yeah. see, Veda will sleep until, but like... now let me rephrase that. There was, like, a week at nine months or eight months even that she slept through the night. Okay, I should refrain. Four or five nights. And then not until recently when we started weaning. Mm-hmm. And Mark would go in, and then it would... If Mark went in, then it was a bottle. Yeah. And Mama wasn't there. She was like, hmm, I'll just sleep. So yeah. she's been sleeping through the night, which okay. has been... But yeah. those overnight diapers are. And I always think it's funny because people ask me, well, she's sleeping through the night. And I'm like, well, she sleeps from typically, mm-hmm. and sometimes not recently, but like typically she'll sleep from like not, uh, 8 or 9 p.m. to like 5 or five, like oh, wow. 4 or 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's sleeping through the night, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but then she'll go back, like usually in that morning time, we'll change her diaper because she's, and sometimes she's leaked through. And then we'll give her a bottle and she'll go back down for another two hours. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty so nice. Elliot used to do that. Where he would, he would. She's go- up for the day at five forty-five. Yeah, so he Depends. would. <laughs> Not always five forty-five, but yeah, he would wake up at like seven or eight. Okay, and then like an hour and a half after that, be like, "Okay, I'm ready for bed." I'm like, you literally like just woke up, and that's he'd take like a two-hour nap. Too. Yep, that's how. And then he'd be too. up for like four hours. Really, take like an hour nap, and then be that up for like Kenzie. another three hours. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's only recently that I mean, part okay. of it's because of like we've been kind of forcing his morning nap to go away. Just because it's like, well, we're going to go out and do stuff. And guess what, bud? You're going to be awake for it now because you're old enough. Okay. So now he's down to just like one nap a day most of the time. To be fair, though, I feel like our bedtime tends to be like, we try for like 8, 8.30. Sometimes it's 9, but usually it's 8, 8.30. So it's kind of a later bedtime. Mm-hmm. And then usually our, like her one time waking up in the middle of the night is like, she gets a bottle. Usually we just give her a bottle and her mm-hmm. bottle is formula. So she's like conked out both times like we give her a bottle right before bed and then we give her a bottle when she wakes up in the middle of the night so like both times it's heavy enough on her that i think mm-hmm. she just is out like you know what i mean like yeah. formula kid like they just got like <laughs> so i feel like it, it really does, is such a difference it does help mm-hmm. i mean like so it would be hard like for my next one if i'm able to like do more breastfeeding because i feel like i'm gonna be so used to like the crash that happens after a for- after formula feeds <laughs> like but it's see, heavier on them it's like good night <laughs> but that, sometimes that happens after breastfeeding too yeah Cause like I had times where like, cause when I would feed the kids, they would, they would fall asleep and then I put them in bed and they'd be out. Like as the first, I genuinely got nervous, like super nervous. The first few nights that Lily slept in her big girl crib, mm-hmm. cause she was like three and a half ish months old and she slept for 12 hours straight. Yeah. I remember you saying that. And I was and like, like, you need to wake her up. I'm like, don't wake her up. I was like, I, I want to wake her up because I feel like she probably needs to eat in the middle of the night. But also like she's super happy sleeping. So guess what? You just get an extra bottle in the middle of the day. Well, and that was That's the thing when as well. recently Kenzie is teething and growing. And so she slept she, each time she had like over a two hour nap mm-hmm. and everything is like, don't let her sleep more than two hours. She's only supposed to have three hours. I'm like, she needs to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's not working. She'll tell me, like, mm-hmm. there were days where she was just not having it. She slept for, like, an hour and then maybe an hour and a half. And then there's other times she slept as two and a half and a two and a half. Yeah. I'm going to let her tell me what she needs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sometimes like, Elliot you... sleeps, like, 45 minutes. Because all and then he sleeps sleep people. Three and a half hours. And I'm like, okay, that's how you split your naps up today. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Right. And those sleep people are like, you have to do this. It's like, yeah, that might work for the majority. But, like, I'm going to listen to what my baby is telling me. Mm-hmm. Because they know what they need. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes I, I wake her up where I'm like, mm, we're a little close. Um, Mark was asking about cobbler. Ooh, let's do it. Okay. We're going to cobbler pause. 
So we have opened up a bottle of wine. So I was going to say I was going to say Riesling, and then I was like, I should probably say wine, and then I hesitated for too long, and I'm like, oh my a goodness, this sounds really bad. Wine. So this is <laughs> Jay Riesling from the Great Pacific Northwest, Washington State, Columbia Valley. It is Pacific Rim wine, and it's from 2017. And the description is: We're obsessed with Riesling. Riesling wines range from refreshing dry to desert to dessert sweet. Oh my goodness, there is two S's in that, so it's dessert, making them infinitely versatile for all foods and occasions. Desert sweet. That's what that is. What um, your kind of wine, dry wine. I'm like, I swallowed the desert. Washington's ideal growing conditions and minerally driven soils are just some of the reasons why we love our home state. So it has aromas of ripe pear, pineapple, and apricot with bright acidity and a touch of residual sugar. Let me ask you this. Did you get that one on your honeymoon or are you all done with the ones you got on your honeymoon? Um, We have a bottle of dessert wine in our fridge from our honeymoon that like we've said we're going to open like 20 times (laughs) since our honeymoon and then immediately forget about. Where did this you go was, on your honeymoon? We went to Napa Valley. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we were in Napa Valley in San Francisco and brought home 20... Jeez. Did you ship them home? How did you get them home in your luggage? Uh, we, we bought boxes. We paid like the 60 bucks a box to ship it on the plane with us. Wow. We brought home like 26 or 27 bottles of wine. It might have been And we bought like 29 or 30 bottles while we were out there, but we drank some bottles nice. along yeah. the way. In addition to all of the wine samples that we did. I've slowly gotten to where I can like I'd be on my dry. bed out we were <sighs> snoring <laughs> we got our butts kicked a few days we were out there well and it's hot isn't it mm-hmm. so it's like you really need to be drinking water but you're out on vineyard you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like it's like let's just drink wine what do you think about it is it dry enough for you it's fine i mean i can drink sweet wine too i just i like now i prefer dry i feel like like, like if i'm gonna drink a cup of wine maybe like, we want to get to your age <laughs> oh, wow. wow shots fired oh, flip the table oh my goodness let me, let me get the let me get the wine first so full disclosure this is my seventh <laughs> alcoholic beverage Just of the today day. so we went to deadlow brewing earlier where's and that it's out at like coney island because it's like deadler se- dead low dead low and dead i got low. i got a flight of five beers so they were like short beers and right. then i got a big seltzer so that made six <sighs> and now this is seven plus hey. when it, whenever i open up this wine that'll be eight over quite a few hours oh yeah judgment over here still be so on much my judgment. Ass. i i'm sleeping have you ever been to urban artifact have you been to, you've yeah. been to urban artifact mm-hmm. that's so like so the way i've done wine is i've drank super sweet wine and now i've gotten to where i like dry wine you know how mm-hmm. because of my age and um <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a long-standing joke and um and then and now with, with beer i've never been like a beer drinker but i can drink the sweet beers from urban Ooh. artifact mm-hmm. and yeah. and i can drink those but now i feel like if like i could eventually like dry beer if i dry beer but you know what i mean like i yeah, eventually like, like beer without flavoring the yeah. same yeah. thing with coffee like i used to drink mm-hmm. super sweet coffee and now i can drink with less in it like i like i still want some kind of flavoring in it see but... i'm opposite i drink my coffee black i know that's why that's why that's so weird but when i you're cannot like... do dry wine like literally it's like cinnamon challenge desert on my tongue you're like it's not dirt enjoyable. water i love me some dirt when i turned 21 water. someone <laughs> was so sweet and they're like i bought you this bottle of wine i'm like oh my gosh it was a family that i babysat for mm-hmm. they always had it on their counter so i knew it was good wine i got it home and thank god i did not open it in front of them because i was like oh 
no. I'm like, all the moisture in my mouth is gone. I'm like, that, see, and that's the mistake. That, though, like, yeah. as a 21 year old, like, if I am buying a 21 year old a bottle of wine, at you have to buy sweet. At worst, it's going to be a reason. I feel like I'm always going to be, be like a, a Moscato. Mm. I love Moscato, and that's fine. I like, love sweet. Mm-hmm. Mark likes uh, tart sours mm. or tart ciders, but. Yeah. yeah, Stephen and I at our wine, we had the only alcohol we had was um, was a really super. It was called cupcake. Oh, yeah, cupcake Moscato. Yeah, and we had a whole bunch of that, and everybody got like a four ounce glass of that, and we liked. We really liked sweet wine at the time, and that's all we had for alcohol at our wedding. But okay, you want to go to Aldi? <laughs> they have. Do I want to go to Aldi? Most we. I bought two bottles. Lemon wine. What? Lemon wine. That I think it was six ninety nine. Is it like sour? Did it taste pretty sour? It was like a little bit of sour, a little bit of sweet, and just a smooth. That sounds like fun. Lemon wine. So I've never heard good. of that. It makes they have like... all flavors. So I have, they started doing this right when I got pregnant. And they so... close in two minutes. Otherwise, I'd say, let's get in the van and go. Okay. <gasps> we bring our bottle of wine with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they always close at eight. Um, but like they have an apple. They have mango, pineapple. What brand is Like, is it? Aldi brand like Trader Joe kind of situation. I don't. Remember. I tried a rosé one time from Trader Joe's, and like mm. I love that Trader Joe's will let you bring it back because do I they? Took, oh yeah, Trader Joe's will let you bring it back for I think it was store credit, but it was like they were like you don't like anything, you can bring it back, and that's why I like that's why I'm a Trader Joe's person. Trader Joe's you want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Aldi want to sponsor the podcast, make me like you. I just took a picture of my collection because, like I said, they came out with it when I was pregnant, and so I just like held on to it. Until you know you can finally drink it. Pacific fruit oh, vineyard. Okay. Do you like my rainbow in me? I do. Ooh, that'd be so fun. when I was pregnant, Come. it came out with watermelon, strawberry, peach, pineapple, mango, and blueberry. Nice. And I think Ooh. they're all about six ninety nine. Um, but the lemon one. Yeah, I want to try the lemon one. That sounds really that good. Because the rest really of them, I mean, good. we did a, um, for one of my, for my cousins. Yeah. Uh, we, I remember you told us Yeah, that. we did the, the trail, the wine trail mm-hmm. in... Which call Gatlinburg. it Gatlinburg, and it was good because then it was all super sweet wines, like so sweet. But it was really good. They had really good. I mean, like I can appreciate a sweet wine. I just yeah. think I, when I go purchase a glass of wine, like if I purchase a glass, I'm like, yeah, I want that dry, like right. Merlot. But I totally understand when you're saying it's like dr- when it's dry, it does Ooh. like dry your mouth out some. Mm-hmm. So I was at it one time, and they only had like a Merlot. Is that the really mm-hmm. dry one? Mm-hmm. They only had a Merlot. I'm like, do you have a Sprite? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we we did either that or beer. I'm like, oh. When we went to Spain, we started. We went to a, all these place places, uh, tapas restaurant restaurants mm-hmm. where you go, and if you bought a drink, they would give you uh, an appetizer or like a um, like a some food dish. And so we would buy. We got hooked on Tinto Veranos, which was mm-hmm. basically just um, lemonade and re- dry red wine. Really, and it was the best drink ever. It was sparkling lemonade and dry red wine oh, mixed together. But uh, did you? You gave so us good. this one time. Maybe. I think or, we no. tried to make it for you. Maybe, maybe. made a spark, sparkling lemonade. Sparkling lemonade. But I don't think you mixed wine with it. The I, dry red, it was really so good. It's so good. And so we would get those and then they would bring out like whatever. Like it, nice. you couldn't order the food. It would just bring out food for you. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you got like it was so cheap. It was in it was not it was in Spain, but in um, it was where the Alhambra is where the Alhambra is. Um, well, I'll think of it, but I don't know. It's, about yeah, I know. I, I completely know. forgot that Portugal existed until I saw a map of Europe, and I was like, "What's that attached to Spain?" Oh yeah, <laughs> Portugal's a thing. That's right. I was embarrassed the other day because I didn't realize. Maybe I shouldn't say this on here, but like, and Joe will be like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that Amsterdam was its own um, 
it's nothing bad. Mm. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> Caroline marks it. I'm so whoa. Like, um, we like, can cut it out if you want us to. Excuse me. Amster- I didn't realize Amsterdam was its own country. I always thought Amsterdam was a city in Germany. So like I didn't realize it was its own separate like country. So I don't know. That was one of those things. I feel like I was failed with geography. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of things. Like, I don't know. Well, a lot of countries have changed. Like I said, that my little, my little Czechoslovakia true, true, true. friend, he's not from Czechoslovakia. He's from Czech Republic. And I'm like, oh, right. okay. Well, because like you cover like. 1950s Europe in school and then it's right. like oh yeah you'll get further next year and then it you never like, get further than 1950s. You're gonna label a map and it's like well that doesn't really teach me anything. Did we ever? Yeah. I don't ever remember labeling that's why I don't know because I never remember labeling a country map like I remember yeah. labeling like the United States but. The last mm. time I can super recall doing it was freshman year of high school in my European history class Ew. because <laughs> our teacher Ew. would like would like speak notes so like he would say like i and then like little i and then like three so like you would indent like trying to teach us oh trying to teach us how to like take notes that's interesting it was very interesting that's intense that would would annoy me so i'd be like can you just talk just tell me tell me period and then um, (laughs) like every two weeks we would have to like color and label a map of europe based on like what war was going on at the Europe, time. Just Europe. Well, because like, Europe. And it's funny because like I did, I did an African studies class and that was really intriguing and interesting. interesting. It yeah. was super interesting. And, and of course my teacher was from Ghana and so he would like tell us stories from Ghana and that was really cool. And then he, then we did a map of Africa and it was like, wow, like why I never learned all of these countries in Africa. Yeah. So it was like funny because it was like Europe and then the United States and then like there's this whole continent here, you know? So yeah, like, they, like we do a little bit of South America, but like we barely cover Africa at all. Yeah. That's, it's sad. Yes. World history is not always world history. It's real. It's, it's always. I always wonder about like what other people learn, like how other people. How do they classes. learn about us? I'm yeah, really curious. What it they is say about America. It's interesting. I know it's a whole I, thing. My hope is that it's not as bad as whatever it is that they say about England. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Because we real. we at least weren't that, but we came from that, so <laughs> we could oh be. Oh my that. gosh tangents i know for real, for real pull did you say pull that thread from somewhere else yeah they um are we gonna mm-hmm. go into the summer thing do we, we want go, to yeah. you want me to, i'm gonna go first go who wants to go it. first okay so the whole purpose was we were going to um talk about what we did this summer and i don't really have a good like i know synopsis. what you did last summer nope, i don't even remember I, what I, I did last summer i i don't even remember what i did last summer <laughs> I either like, so i don't remember I don't anything know, was born. this summer <laughs> before kenzie was born i'm like what did we do oh, so yeah. how many months old was veda when the summer started when do you guys consider summer starting? Like June. Is that June? June, June is yeah, summer like start? Memorial Day to Labor Day. Like, because it's, yeah. it's Labor Day weekend now. Yeah. Like, when pools so. are open. Yeah. In we've, Ohio. We've been trying to find lots of places to swim. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten to float around different pools at, like, my aunts and uncles and cousins and all that. And that's been really fun. She just loves it. Like, she just really has a good time. And I think there's mainly the swimming and trying to get outside more. Yeah. And the bugs have been horrible. So that's oh, been hard. Oh, so bad. Ooh. I have barely, like, the kids have spent a ton of time outside. I have barely spent any time outside because they mostly spend time outside when I'm at work. Yeah. But the times that I have spent outside with them, I have, like, five bug bites. Yeah. And I'm like, I was outside I'm for covered. 20 minutes. We and sprayed they the backyard. Same. We sprayed the backyard and it worked. Ours didn't. For a little bit. And then I feel like they came back with a vengeance. Yes. I would say ours worked for a little bit, too. We had someone come and spray the yard oh. and they, yeah. And Stephen was aggravated because they did it twice now and twice that they've come back. And Stephen was like, and I was like, well, to be fair, you can do it yourself like Katie Mark did and it could still come back. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
Well, because it's, it's not necessarily that they're coming from your yard. It's that mm. they're coming from three yards over. Yeah. And right. they end up in your backyard. Right. And I like, try to like plant plants that are helpful. Like I've mm-hmm. read marigolds are good. So I have marigolds and I've read citronella is good. So I have citronella and we have mm-hmm. lemongrass and like it's all like. Just, just put in a bat box and hope that the bats bat take home in it. That's a, not a bad idea. Because I feel like I've seen lots of bats. We had a bat fly in our house once. Like oh, randomly, it just in like your house here in Chibi. Yes, and and then oh, Taylor wow. jumped up on the couch. Her dog jumped up on the couch and was like trying to catch it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I was like, "Get the dog so that way he doesn't catch the bat randomly and like open the door." And like it was a whole thing. So that was like two years ago, I think. But yeah, we had yeah. we got a bird in our house once, and that was I opened the front door, and it was perched on our wreath. Oh, oh yeah, and then panic flew into our house instead of away from our house mm-hmm. fortunately it was dark panic enough flew. outside that we just like turned off all the lights in the house made sure we left the front light open and just tried to like herd it out of the house nice but the dogs oh were no help goodness. you've been walking a lot this summer yeah mm-hmm. i have we don't our dog is so fuzzy i like he, <laughs> he does not enjoy the heat so we've just been waiting for it to get cool before like yeah so we live close to Coleraine park which has been a godsend it's so nice because mm-hmm. i push her around so i get a little bit of exercise in and then we go to the park after it um and they have three different play places so we sometimes play in the newly big one for the big kids and then sometimes we play on the other one which is more like five to twelve i would say maybe mm-hmm. and then they just ripped out the toddler one in the sand and they made it level and so i'm hoping Ooh. that it's not sand in a new playground but i doubt that it'll be sand because oh. most playgrounds are doing that, like turf, the well, either like turf or the smooshy mulch. rubber. Yeah, it's the rubber, like, but not even like the mulch. It's like the right, right. It looks like mulch, track. but it's not yeah. mulch. Yeah, but like so much better. Like the Coleraine Big Kid one is turf, and the mm-hmm. turf doesn't really get hot that I know no. that I know of. And it, what's so nice about it is like half the time whenever I, again I work with early intervention kids, and half the time when I would go to a park with my clients. these kiddos would spend half the time just playing in the mulch and it's like that's what elliot whatever but like i would just so much rather see you like doing the gross motor things on the equipment like they just get so excited about the mulch and i'm like oh so i love the idea of the turf like and i think it's cushy underneath too isn't it it's not like super it's not like hard right i think they have something some form of squish under it which is nice and then like they usually throw like a hill they usually throw like a turf hill in somewhere yeah where all the kids bring their cardboard from home to slide down because you'll run into like a little kid area on the Mm -hmm. side but you could yeah because that's what they do at west fork park all the time Now that one's a good one too we haven't been there with kenzie but i've been there before that one's fun Mm -hmm. is that one kind of like i've not been to summit park either but i've heard really good things about summit park is it cool i I, think that'd be fun it's like on my list of of places to go but we've not been there yet it's pretty fun i'm not trying to rush it because veda is not walking yet she will sit up and she's eight months old as of yesterday and she'll sit up and she loves to stand up and she's mm. just gotten so much sturdier now because like for a while she was like crazy falling down bonking her head constantly and it was just like driving me insane i actually got her a helmet <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like padded ones really i put it on her once and i just knew she hated it. It, it almost and i was worried about this too it's like yes i know it's overprotective but like she was bonking so much i was getting so like concerned i was like okay i'm just gonna try it and like it was like 15 bucks or something and so she the problem is it just also i was worried it would make her top heavy which it kind of mm-hmm. did she was kind of mm-hmm. like whoa and i was like okay well that's gonna make it worse i was like it's <laughs> so i was like whatever and i was just like i think i think she's finally gotten sturdy enough now it was just like a rough couple weeks there where like our house because everybody's like well just get like a like a soft mat or whatever and i was like she's gonna fall and it's not gonna be on the mat i guarantee yeah. you oh it like, never is it's never is so i'm just like whatever but like 
so anyway it's gotten much better which is great but i don't want to rush it because i'm like i want her to walk and play and enjoy the stuff but at the same time i'm like i also don't want to rush the milestones because like you, right, you yeah. and i talked about that a lot katie so well yeah. and so um, like my recommendation would be wait until she's 18 months yeah to really start taking her to parks Mm. And even then try to go like low peak times. Yeah. Because it wasn't until Lily was like 19 ish months. Cause I know, cause I know we had Elliot in it was 19 or 20 months. Cause Elliot was in a stroller mm. and was very much in a, in his newborn phase um, where Lily would finally like attempt to climb up the ladder mm-hmm. and enjoy going down slides. But like, I would have to do everything with her. Um, See, Kenzie's the opposite. Kenzie loves to climb anything yes. mm-hmm. and she tries to climb it all by herself and like, she'll do it with some assistance and she wants to go down the slides and she wants to run here and she wants to follow. And mm-hmm. so she is, if I don't let her climb there, then she's trying to climb the whole house. That's a, well, that's why we got a climber in the house. Yeah. Veda is a tree dweller. Like she's going to be climbing mm-hmm. everything. And I'm like getting nervous about having to like secure all the like furniture dressers. And fr- I mean, luckily Steve and I don't really have a lot of like heavy furniture that can, right. that we'd have to necessarily, but like my parents' house, they have so much furniture. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole thing. Like I'm, I get so nervous about, like the climbing situation because I know she's gonna want to climb. I have a friend yeah. that I recommended when her kiddo was young. I didn't have kids yet, obviously, but her kiddo was young and she, um, he really liked to climb. And I said, well, there's this Pickler Triangle, which is like an OT's dream. It's like these wooden dowels that go up to a triangle. And yeah, like I've all seen them. those. It's Montessori. Yes, I, yeah. if her we had space it. for it, I would have bought one. Oh, that's the way I feel too. Like I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just contemplating. I'm like maybe I need one for the basement. And I'm like, I don't know, but. If it would, if you could redirect to that thing and they'd enjoy it, you know what I mean? I don't know, but yeah, and I like just, the, the yeah. 18 months is more so she is more easily visible to older children. Well, that's true too. Because yeah. if you're at the park at a peak time, those older children do not care. Just like bowl them over. I know that scares they, me so like much. Like sometimes they'll see them, but a lot of times they're like, oh, we're playing tag and oh, dang, there's this kid in the way. I've seen some videos of some splash pad action that terrify me. Like mm-hmm. these kids coming over and just like bowling over little tiny kids. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm terrified for that. Just because like head on concrete makes me nervous. Like, yeah. And so like it wasn't ah. like the first time we took the kids to a splash pad was the summer. Yeah. And it was late Where'd in the day. We went to Monroe. No some park that starts oh. with an m in here hamilton yeah where is that it had like the heart and it had like a yeah fountain came down yeah so that was out in hamilton oh yeah um is that technically a splash pad i thought it was just that park with that one it is a, it's technically it's a splash pad and the they've got like there, a little like kariki the thing they didn't oh. have the other stuff cool that's like, neat um, raining statue it's like one of those things where I need to like start gathering like places. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for next year, next summer, I'm going to be able to like hit up all the places then right. because otherwise, because right now it's kind of like, well, she doesn't care too much and then we're not, she's not so, so mobile that we have to worry. But like next year, I'm going to have to you find know, things thing to do. That we had that the phonasium yes. I think is so important because now she knows how to fall mm-hmm. and like she laughs and she giggles, but she knows to like tuck her head and like her shoulder. Yeah. And so she knows how to roll. So when she does fall, I'm not as worried because... Okay. I feel like that's really helped her learn how to do it. Yeah. And how to safely get down. When I say, like, turn your body, turn mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, just starts to do it now. Or if, even if she's up on the couch and she's sitting on my lap and she wants to get down, she turns her body and slides down right to the ground. So I think it's important to allow them to climb and then mm-hmm. let them fall, even though it, like, sucks to see them, like, smash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, they learn so much from that falling. Well, and that yeah, turn your like- body thing is really important because, like, I've had so many... Well, I knew a P- I knew a lot of PTs that would say like that's the way you got to teach them how to get down. But then you, like, I always feel like I need like the words for it. Like, I, like right. I've gone to daycares and when they say like you know, 
you know, keep your hands, you know, feet on the floor, like those little like phrases that you right. collect along the way that are mm-hmm. really helpful that you, you, you say instead of don't do that, you say, turn your body. Instead of saying, don't go head first, you say, turn your body. Instead of saying, right. you know, don't climb that, you say, feet on the floor, you know, those kind of things. Sometimes so, they only hear climb that or feet on the, you know, yeah. They, yeah. they don't hear the don't or they don't know. And come up with that phrase that everybody can use. Like I told my, my right. parents are like really good about trying to implement that whole like turn around thing because they literally just wants to go straight off the couch head first and like girl scorpion her body and i'm like and i'm like okay and so like i've started saying that and they've kind of caught on to that too which is cool so it's neat to hear everybody practicing it and so yeah so for the record that's markham park out in in hamilton and they've got like a splash pad that um they had a hamilton we were there hamilton palooza was there probably and then they also have like a, a fake creek Similar to what they've got at like Sailor Park. Oh, you're right. Sailor, yeah, no, Sailor, Sailor Point downtown. That's they had that. Oh, Sailor Point. Yeah, right. Downtown. They had a back further away from the heart. Yeah. So okay. well, it's, I thought they're, it was they're all, pretty close. Are they? Okay. But um, yeah, we went with kids and no swimsuits. We were not prepared, but we we're just like, well, we got extra clothes. Yeah. So right. You guys don't need towels. You'll be fine. Just right. Go run. That's fine. That is mm-hmm. fun. But like low, pe- especially with smaller kids, you have to like go late in the evening oh, or yeah. early in the morning. When you're not going to have, like, those big kids there. Well, I have to go at that time anyway because, like, sun and mm-hmm. paleness. So yeah. the sun. The sun is your enemy. I've seen my picture of me. I'm very, very pale. They am. the picture of me. Very, very pale. They, um, what was I thinking, though, too, about that? Uh, about we, you being pale or about the parks? About the mm-hmm. parks. You yeah. want a list of them? No, yes, but also, oh, you were saying a little creek, little like fun play creek thing. That yeah. They also have that at, um, it's near Blue Ash, it's the one, uh, Sharon Woods. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say that's another one. Yeah, so like those are nice. Our kids haven't played in one of those yet, but I know they would love it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's nice with the park pass because it's only $10 and oh, yeah. you can go to any of them. Um, well, I'm like, I, we, we've been to <laughs> great parks Woods, you don't have to play a lot for. and we haven't seen a ranger at a booth yet. You don't have right. to play? So I'm like, I still have to buy a 2022 pass, but this point it'll be 2023. Oh, yeah, true. Right. So you can buy the pass, but like for the other place, bar, place parks or splash pads, you normally have to pay like at Miami Whitewater. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have it anymore. Which no. one is that? Um, um, Winton Woods. Thank you. Winton Woods, you have to pay like per kid to go in. Really? Not yes. just to pay to get into the park. So it's nice at Sharon Woods that you just pay. Yeah. And you can go... That's so right weird. But well, and I think yeah. part of it with Winton Woods is they added in lifeguards. Mm. So like they've got a lifeguard oh, there and probably just for crowd control too. Yeah. Cause I know like it would be like, Hey, we're all going to go to Miami whitewater for this kid's birthday because all we got to do is send somebody out early to claim right. a picnic table and or t- a picnic table right. or two and then just let loose. And it's yeah. free except for you have to pay to get in, but you probably all have a park pass anyway. Cause you right. all have smart, small kids. Well, then eventually it was you had to pay per child to get in, but it was just like a nominal fee. Like it was yeah. a dollar or two, which was okay. But now I think it's more expensive than that at Whitewater. Or at, um, it's not at Whitewater. It's gotten at Whitewater. Yeah. yeah. Did you have to spend money? Did you have to? Is Miami Whitewater where we walk the dogs around the seven mile loop? Yes. And, so, and now they don't have like a splash pad anymore? They no. Used to, they they used to have like Parky's Pirate Ship. Because like That's that was sad. a thing when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure I it was. the octopus in the treasure chest that would squirt water out. That yeah. I'm sure part of it was just that it, it was, was really so cool. old. Oh. Because yeah. it was a thing like when I was a kid, which you were like 30 at that point. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was riding a dinosaur somewhere. I was riding a dinosaur. Into right. the- <laughs> <laughs> so which one is your third favorite, Hillary? Oh, my gosh. The 
Diplodocus. I like the Diplodocus. That's my third favorite. And then, you have to slide down its neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only reason I know that. It took Hillary to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you the elder of this group? I think so. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. Because well, so. I think like if you have another kid, you like if you have another kid soon, you won't be a geriatric. Caroline's like, hurry You won't be a geriatric pregnancy. Okay, so yeah. But How old are you? I just turned 31. Oh, and I'm about to just turn 30. Yeah. So. Yeah. Old lady. <laughs> lady. Oh, I, I call Joe old, old all the time, and he's a, he's a year and nine months older than me. I literally thought that I like that whenever I had a kid, I none of my friends would have kids. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any friends that had any young kids around. So because like it you're was so old. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the reason. And so like I thought I, but I really thought I wouldn't. And like I've been really lucky because like I have I have another friend my same age, and she's had and she has three kiddos, and they're older now and she and she, like all of us didn't have kiddos when she had kiddos so it was like i told her the other day i was like we did not know how to properly support you when you oh, had yeah. your kids oh, like yeah. now we know i think mm-hmm. we talked we hit on this last yeah, podcast too i think, I think so. but like it was like i just did not know how to properly support you and now i feel like we are so much more equipped to support my friends that are having kiddos now and so mm-hmm. i feel like that's really that's nice. what i told my mom my, or my friend who's a mom that's a, a single mom yeah oh i literally like messaged Superhero. her and i was like crying and i was like i i feel awful Mm. I was like, I didn't support you the way that you needed at all. Even if you would have had another partner, they're like, I still didn't support you. And she was like, girl, you know, she's like the sweetest person. She's Mm -hmm. like, you were in your own phase of life and Mm -hmm. I was in my own phase of life. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I didn't know. And that's why you hear these people like, I would do blah, blah, blah. And and then you look back and you're like, yeah, I probably said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, there was one person at a bridal shower or I'm sorry, a baby shower that got me something. One person that got oh. me something. Really? And I'm like, I feel like from now on when I go to baby showers, I'm going to get something for mom mm-hmm. and I'm going to get something for babe. Yeah. Because yeah. It's people don't realize, like, you don't know who you are. I still am trying to figure out what mm. this body is doing and who it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're so extremely proud of your body. But then on the other hand, it's like this creature you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're learning your kid. You're learning how to be a mom. And you're learning, like, my clothes doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. This doesn't work. This, like... You are learning all these things about yourself and like only it takes a select mom. Like my sister-in-law was amazing. She made us food, lots of meals, freezer meals. We mm-hmm. put them in there and there was days where I was just like, no, I can't do this. So we just pick them out. Like my best yeah. friend brought food too. Like there are just things that. Food, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so nice. And just the thought like that somebody cared about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, to me, that means more than even just bringing anything. Before you guys, before we all leave, I need you guys to tell me what your favorite what your Starbucks order is and what your favorite like candy is because I'm trying to gather that from all my friends because like I've realized that like if you have to ask someone and then they turn you down you can't really surprise them because you don't know what they like so it's like <laughs> yeah. it's a whole thing so I'm like I really want to have like what every what all my friends like as far as like what their Starbucks order is or like what their favorite drink is and then like because I wanted to make my friend a basket she just mm-hmm. had a newborn baby and I was like yeah. and I was like I wanted to make her something and I wanted to bring her some things that she liked kind of as a surprise and I was like what do you like to drink and she, and she was like I was like do you like Ener- like right. energy drink like you well, not energy drink. I said do you like um like Gatorade or like something that like help with your breast milk supply right. too like is there anything right. and she's I was like you know body armor and she's like no no I only like like plain coconut water and I was like see I would have never known that had not oh, asked wow. you and at the same time I felt like um it was like then she was kind of like oh no I don't need anything and it was like 
Okay, right. but like you do, right? right? Like well, because yeah. you're also like, no, I can do this. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like when you should ask for out. help, and you're just like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. I'm fine. You don't want to put your friends because you don't want to look like you can't do it. And instead of being like supported and letting people support you, you're like, no, no, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Like it reminds me of my first year of teaching. All mm-hmm. these people were like, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'm like, no, like I got to do it myself. Like I got to show. I know what to do. I can do this. And then my second year, I'm like, what was I thinking? These mm-hmm. people genuinely wanted to help you. They weren't judging me like, you can't do it. They were like, hey, I have some extra time. Yeah. How Let can me I help, help you? you? Yeah. And that was like a total switch in my brain. Like, no, if somebody's coming to ask me, if they didn't want to do it, they wouldn't mm-hmm. ask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and so I equate that a lot to motherhood. Like, okay, if they're going to ask, just let them do it. Even yeah. if you feel too proud, just let them do it. You or, know? Or you can turn down. I always say if they turn me down once, or what is it? It's like, it's like if I turn it down once or something like that and then like they offer again it's like well then don't turn them down again i was like because they really genuinely you know what i mean like yeah right it's like if you're gonna if someone's gonna turn you down you know don't keep it's almost more of a hassle if they keep turning you down for something it's like come on just let right. me just let me help you you know just right. let me just let me get you the thing like it's right, fine right, right. yeah but like but, i recall when i was super pregnant with lily i wasn't aware of how like almost living made without living in my house my mom was going to become and like i was like oh i gotta swap the laundry and Stephen and Hillary came over, and I'm like, oh, just give me, like, five minutes. I'm going to go swap the laundry as I'm, like, super pregnant and, like, struggling to reach things right, the in bottom, the bottom of the washing like, machine. <laughs> Even though, like, I always struggle to reach things in the bottom of the washing machine. And Hillary's like, oh, let me come downstairs with you so I can learn how to use your washing machine and how you do laundry in case I need to help you guys out after you guys have the kid. And, right. like, it was just, like, sweet stuff like that where I'm like, even though you never had to do that, you yeah. were like, here, let me. So, like, if I'm over and your house is a mess, I can just be like, here. <laughs> your house is a mess. Sit, <laughs> I mean, no. our house is always a mess now. It doesn't matter what we do. But it's like, sit in the kidding. corner with your kid. Let me go swap some laundry. Yeah. And then we can come up and hang out. But, like, I can take that off of your plate. Yeah. I'm glad I I'm glad I was good like that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I well, try. it's like you try, but it's like yeah. hard because, again, like I didn't know before having a kid, like what exactly anybody needs and like what, right. they'll, let you, what they'll let me do or what. Because sometimes the other thing that will happen is someone won't do it the way necessarily that you want. And then it's almost extra work. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. not that that's right. usually I'm pretty easygoing, but I know there are some people that if you do it one way, they'll redo it. And it's like, was I really helping you then? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Well, like, like sometimes it's like, yes, you are in fact helping me because even though. Like you thought you did it a hundred percent of the way, and I thought that you only did it seventy-five percent of the way. That's it's still seventy-five percent. Yeah, of the exactly. I'm, I'm, and it's, yeah. it's most of my friends are pretty. Like, there's not yeah. many people that are not super easy going, but I know there's some. It's like, okay, you didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you worry if you, I don't know, but like, like you guys, you guys came into my house today. It's we spent maybe five minutes trying to pick some big stuff out of the way so it'd be easier to serve dinner, but I wasn't like, oh, we're gonna vacuum the house, we're gonna pick oh, up yeah. all the toys, we're gonna right. clean all the. Like, I have a ton of dishes in my sink right now. I'll take care of them in the morning. Yeah. It's fine. But, like, some yeah. people are like, no, everything has to be pristine and perfect. And I'm like, you I guys have, are my friends. Doesn't I have some happen. friends like, that fine. are like, They're, my dishes can't be in the sink when I go to bed. And I'm like, yep, nope, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. So, so the <laughs> nope. one thing that now bothers me is, like, if we're going to go away for the weekend, I want to come home to an empty sink. Yeah. Because then that way, as soon as I get mm-hmm. home, I'm like, okay, don't have to worry about that. And, like, I'll even start the dishwasher, even if it's only half full. So it's like, okay, I have clean dishes in the dishwasher when I come home. So I was talking with some ladies that I work with speaking of vacation. And they were like, oh, I spend the last day doing laundry. And I'm like, well, that kind of stinks, your last day of vacation. But Mark and I, we went on our family vacation and then met up with um, his whole mom's side Mm -hmm. in Gatlinburg. And it had a laundry, like it had a dryer and washer. 
And so we did that, and then we would go do like family stuff, and then we would come back and mm-hmm. switch it. So we came home with clean clothes that had to just be put away. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was huge. It was so nice because then I was like right in my classroom trying to get it all set up for school, mm-hmm. and it was huge. Yeah, that was when we huge. went on vacation with both kids. That was almost a year and a half ago. At this point, I was yeah, well over a year ago at this point. Like I did three or four load of, loads of laundry while we were there because I was like, I know I'm gonna have to with two small kids, like in diapers there's gonna be messes right but then 95 percent of the clothes that we brought home were clean right so it's like okay yeah. everything just goes straight into drawers i don't have to worry about doing four loads of laundry in the middle of the night before we go to work tomorrow and oh, i was I like this i either <laughs> well i don't know if this i don't know if we said this last podcast but the most put together our house has ever been was right before we had beta mm-hmm. and people were like just relax like right before you have her because like you never get to relax again or whatever and so i was like and so i was like no you don't understand like i want to have everything ready so when we come home i don't feel like i have i'm stressed out about anything else yeah Yeah. about anything Mm -hmm. our house was so clean and so put together and it was just like the best feeling because we spent five days in the hospital when we got Mm -hmm. home it was like oh my gosh everything is where i know it's supposed to be like it was just the best feeling ever and i'm like i would love to have that feeling all the time but like obviously no it's not realistic and so it's just nice to have like a a dead like i do love when people come over and that you kind of are you're kind of you're forced to clean yeah, incentivized yeah. just a little bit that's the one thing that i miss about like there's many things that i miss about weekly game nights oh, but yeah. we would swap houses so it's like okay the dining oh, room table and cleared. most of the kitchen counter has to be clear every yeah. other week so we got to spend that 10 minutes while dinner's in the oven yeah, and we're not doing table. anything else putting stuff away and try to get it as close to if not in the spot that it's supposed to permanently live yeah right? and we used to do that for parties like when we'd host mm-hmm. a lot more parties it was like before pandemic it was like we'd have pretty bigger like bigger get-togethers and we know people would be around our like around a good bit of our house so we'd mm-hmm. have to like clean a good bit and it was just really nice and well having yeah. kenzie's first birthday party we had to clean out the whole basement mm-hmm. not the whole basement but like the a couch basement. area and all of that because i've been to your basement no probably not i don't ever know i don't, ever <laughs> I don't even know if i've been like, i didn't even know you had a basement i was like oh i don't even know if i've been in the front door I thought you were. I don't. I know. I've. 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 We, like, Easter bombed your porch one year. That was the in the, the twenty twenty. Mm. We Easter bombed your porch. I don't know if I, I do we well now it's finally like back to where you feel like you can go into people's houses. Like yeah, I feel like right. for a long time it was like I don't know if I should go into your house because I mean like because <laughs> y'all breathed in there exactly. I mean that's I mean literally like well and, like not yeah. like it it doesn't matter but it also kind of matters that like my kids are bigger your kids are now older where it's like okay they can roll on the floor with other kids right and i don't have to be as anxious like about freaked it. out about it so yeah. it's easier to like say hey yeah we can bring right. some other people over to the house because yeah. like a year ago this would have been yeah, complete yeah. chaos if we thing. had yeah. you guys over i mean even like six months ago when both the kids when both of your kids would have been way smaller mm-hmm. like yeah well, i got two kids that barely listen that are going to run around like crazy around these two small babies when they're just laying on the floor yeah yeah, yeah. like <laughs> don't step on me back in the day and they were trying to climb everything in sight and run around but yeah because like nine months is for sure when i feel like we started to get like out of the house weren't able to do stuff it was like zero to three months when they're almost always in the pumpkin seat and don't really care about being always in the pumpkin seat mm. was like Man, oh that, yeah we that can- was a sweet spot that i would did not know that i would miss there's a lot of really mm-hmm. things i'm already missing and it's so funny because it's just like oh my gosh like yeah, so I'm sad. Like, like Stephen, like uh, Veda slept on Stephen today at his parents' house, and he was, and he was just like, I haven't had a contact nap in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, for real. It's like so. Like every time I rock her to sleep, I'm just like, this might be the last time. And like I delay every night. I do it. I'm like, this might be the last time. Like it's just so scary. So that's it, how I feel about weaning. I'm like, 
Aww. you know, we're, we're slowly getting there. I'm at the point where I'm like so conflicted because I'm like, I want to be done. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I had a hard this time. is going to be the last time like we ever nurse yeah. or like, how's she going to go down or, you mm-hmm. know, like what that, what is that transition going to be? And it's just like the last time that I nurse, I feel like it's just going to be like so fulfilling and so like it's devastating so, yeah. at the same yeah. side. I never knew it was my last time, and it was yeah. it was really sad. And you didn't she even just, get to save her that I didn't. Moment. She just like stopped, and it was like it is really like sad. Yeah. So, yeah, what's he doing up there? Oh, he's playing with the kids. Say so somebody just yelled. I'm pretty what sure. What time that is was, their bedtime? Uh, they go. They go to eight. bed. Uh, eight? Elliot might. It's eight thirty. Elliot mm-hmm. might be in bed. Uh, that he might not be. Like they go to bed anywhere between. Like Elliot goes to bed between eight and nine. And then Lily between like nine and nine thirty usually. We looped back around. We're gonna pull the thread. So the thing, the thing I was gonna say about sleep was that Mm -hmm. you were talking about the sleep people, right? So like I'm on TikTok all the time. I say I do my research TikTok University. Um, (laughs) So I I get on TikTok and I'll literally search things and I can watch a video in like two seconds about some someone that's a sleep specialist or a PT or an OT or whatever. Um, The sleep specialist that I follow, one will say it's not a bad habit to rock your kid to sleep, and then in the next breath, the next one will say it's not a good idea for you to rock your kid to sleep because da, 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 da. like it's yeah. so there's so much conflicting evidence or so much conflicting advice when it comes to sleep and i'm sure mm-hmm. and it is kind of that with everything but i feel like sleep is especially conflicting like i feel well, like because it's awful yeah because well, they're up and up and up and up you're pulling their hair out they're not happy mm-hmm. you can't be the best because you're exhausted yeah you're like who's gonna we're gonna sacrifice something here we're gonna sacrifice we're gonna have to do the cry it out we're gonna have to do the whatever like i'm i'm hoping i'll never have to do the cry it out but i know so many people that i follow on tiktok and that have been like holistic mamas from the very first thing like mm-hmm. you know whatever and they've always been like never gonna do the cry it out and then like the in the next video it's like we're doing the ferber method like it was like okay like <laughs> i'm not gonna call it cry it exactly out, they're like we're doing a out. modified cry it out basically and it was like oh like it was like oh I, I just hope i don't have to but like i don't know it's because because again like i said I just, I just save, everybody's always like savor that being able to rock them to sleep. And I don't do really savor it. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing I worry about is being like hurting myself because she gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. Like, yeah. and luckily the bouncing on the exercise ball has been like our magic recently. Like if she really is struggling to go down, we can bounce on the exercise ball for like five That's minutes smart. and put her in the, mm-hmm. in the thing, the crib. Yeah. It's all the way on the floor now though. I mean, not the floor, but it's like all the way down now. Like the crib is oh. all the way down. And I'm like, Elliot's is all the way down now. It's he, scary. He, he crawled out of his go. and then fell on his oh, head. Oh, that's see, always my fear. That's my fear too. It, I mean, fine. obviously, like literally, he's fine. fine. Every kid, you know. But he, like, he bonks his head all the time. Yeah. We th- thought he had a concussion one time. He did not have a concussion, and Mama freaked out for a good while. I'm pretty sure I've talked about that on the podcast. But no, like, no concussion, no bruises, no nothing. But mm-hmm. like, you bonked your head really hard. Like, what is wrong with you? Other than you are amazing. Does he cry? Can you know oh yeah, he cried for like. Three minutes and then was done. Okay, like, I calmed down. Veda's always like, ah! <laughs> it's, like so, it's like a deep breath in. Like, Here it comes the whole thing, and then she's just like like silent and then cry. I'm like, oh. So the like, I don't react. Me either. Like I like I might tense up I a do. little bit. I'm like I'm like I know everybody's always said that, but like when it comes to my kid, I'm like I'm scooping you up and I don't care. Like so I like I take cues from them. Whatever. And so like if they start crying, I'm like oh that was a really big fall. Like I know that was scary. That must hurt. It's terrible when these things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, what can we learn from this? But, like, if they are totally fine, I'm like, well, hey, maybe don't do that next time. But if right. they're fine, I don't react. Like, if it, mm-hmm. like if she bonks and it's, but if she, like, it looks bad, like, I will go over there and scoop her up. Because I'm just like, I don't know. I just. I, I wait I for him to cry. And then if he starts crying, then I'll scoop him up. I'm sure. Or, like, can... I'll give him, like, 30 seconds and I'll she's... scoop him up. I mean, they learn to look at you. Like, yeah. How's mom? Am I hurt, mama? <laughs> I am hurt. Okay, okay. Ah! Yeah, I'm just saying, Veda, yeah. 
has not done that yet. She's like, usually when she cries, it's because it's been a real like intense one. But because the other day, I mean, she, she bonked recently mm-hmm. a few times and it's not, she's not cried, but it's really it's interesting. One, it's like, Sorry. No, you're fine. It's really interesting, you know, being a teacher, mm-hmm. a kindergarten teacher and the kids don't know how to calm down because if you think mm-hmm. about it, and I've been talking about this a lot recently because I think it's really important is calm down. You need to calm down. Well, if you don't teach them how to calm down, yeah. how in the hell do they know to I'm calm down? I'm like, okay, down? let's take some big breaths. And I'm like, you can't tell, like, I don't know about you, but when you tell me to calm down or set it on, I don't get calmer, so I get mm. even more peeved up. I go up like three levels, like, oh, I can't believe you just told me to calm down, you know? And so, you know, I just think it's really important. So we've had Kenzie, she's starts to get agitated if we don't get her out of her high chair fast enough. Mm. And mm-hmm. she, and she yells and cries. And I'm like, well, we're going to wait until we can calm our bodies down because that's not how we get what we want. Yeah. yeah. And so now we do smell the flower, blow, blow out the birthday candle, oh. and you hold your finger up. Yeah. And so now when she gets upset, I just breathe. Mm-hmm. And then she starts going. I like it. And <laughs> so when she cries and gets hurt, I just take some deep breaths with her because it helps you calm down. Mm-hmm. It helps her calm down. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you can assess this situation with a clear mind because you're not just like panic mode. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I, think I mean, it's hard. Yeah. But I think that's the best thing. Or like sometimes when she's like getting antsy before bed, I just start breathing because when she's getting antsy, you know, you're always like, oh, God, is she actually going to sleep or like mm-hmm. what's going to happen? And so I feel like my shoulders going up. And so mm-hmm. I just like calm myself down and then she's calmed down. And then I feel like we're ready to go put her down. I think if Veda had, if she cried longer, like if she was having like episodes, mm-hmm. it'd be one thing. But usually when she bonks, she's like, ah, and it's usually like less than 30 seconds and I've scooped her up and consoled her and it's fine. But then there's also moments, like I said, where I don't react and we do some deep breathing. I, I definitely do it better with other people's kids than I do my own, for sure. Oh, because for like, sure. Like whenever I'm working with Maryland Intervention kids, I'll do deep breathing. Their parents will be trying to tell them tell them to deep breathe but I, I always just recommend just do the it. breathing you just breathe without prompting your kid to Correct. breathe because mm-hmm. otherwise because most of the time it's doing i'm doing it to self-regulate myself because like the, the parent and the kid are all like amped up and they're like having a mm-hmm. tantrum and they're worried about how I, I think how they're i'm gonna react or something and i'm just sitting there trying to do some deep breathing and the ot's i've worked with have also been helpful because they've talked about being you know me not ramping up my volume mm-hmm. and me right. not you know and because i will get more and more excited and then the kid is getting more and more excited and right. like not even not even like tantruming but like more and more excited right and so like it's been a big thing for me recently working on kids transitioning from like the super fun uh like motor room at my office to the waiting room and then out because it's just so fun and trying right. to figure out how to best transition with you know the use of a visual schedule or the use of some you know deep breathing or the use of like working towards a reward on the visual schedule or whatever like just trying to figure that all out and what's going to work for each kid is tricky and hard and they're going to have real bad days that you just literally have to be like it's fine like yeah (laughs) it's all fine part of it too is like you have the hour of yeah baggage with your kid of like i've been with you for an hour yeah like it's an hour versus like you're as a parent you have the like yeah we have been up together for the last eight hours mm-hmm. and you've done like four different things to peeve me off today right whether like how much you were aware of what you were doing to peeve me off yeah, is right. debatable but like you did four things like I really didn't want you to do and I'm like I'm feeling frustrated in the moment and mm-hmm. then this other thing happens and it just adds onto the pile and now oh my goodness what are we gonna do well it's funny because you're, you're talking about how like you try to teach you have to teach people to say just calm down and it's like but there's some adults that you can't that if you said that to an adult 
they wouldn't calm down right, either. That's like, what I was you saying. Say, yeah, I like, would break yeah. me up three like, levels, and I'd be like, "Why are you doing that?" Yeah, there's home? yeah, there's people that can't. Right. There's adults that can't self-regulate, and then they expect a three-year-old to be able to self-regulate. And you're like, "No, that's not going to work." <laughs> it's well, like you can't self-regulate. You know, I try. I would did the first half of my labor unmedicated, and Mark was amazing and so supportive. But at one point, he was like, "You need to breathe," and I was like, "You have to breathe with me," because if you tell me to breathe, I literally was like, "Like I don't know what." Mm-hmm. instinct I was but I wasn't breathing I was holding my breath and mm. so I'm like you literally have to breathe with me and then when he would breathe with me then I could relax and get through the contraction better but he was like you need to breathe and I'm like don't tell me to breathe yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you gotta breathe with me and so from then on once I could figure out to like what I needed from him mm-hmm. and when we breathe together I'm sure probably at some point he started getting <laughs> like <laughs> lightheaded for doing these deep breaths with me when there was nothing wrong with him but I mean, it makes such a difference of it. It calmed him down. It calmed me down. And like, I feel like we could then attack what needed to be mm-hmm. yeah. done. You got to co-regulate. Right. That's what the OTs I work with all the time. They're always like kids need co-regulation, not self-regulation. So for the, right. for the, it's been proven that kids can't self-regulate. They have to Mm-mm. co-regulate. So they have to have someone help them to regulate, whether that's through, you know, comforting, like scooping her up, comforting her, doing right. some deep breathing, doing whatever right. it takes to co-regulate that child. And like, if one thing is not ideal for you, then you have to use another thing, right? Like right. the yeah. teacher's not going to be able to scoop her up and, right. and regulate her, so she's going to have to learn some other regulation strategies. Well, and it's important to get down on their level too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if you're telling over them, looking down at them, you need to calm down. Well, not only are you being intimidating over them, but how do I calm down? I know? like the choices. I'm a big choice person. Like yeah. I like the I like the whole, um, you know, you can you can walk you can run to the elevator or you can or mommy can help you you know can carry you to the elevator that's right. your choice right they're the two acceptable choices you know like do you want you know do you want to jump over over to the door or do you know do you want to hold mommy's hand to the door right like mm-hmm. there's two ways and it's gonna right. happen either way but you can choose you know and they well, may and not choose them but that, that kind of like independence or ownership over themselves yeah like, well i wanted to do this right yeah, yeah. exactly you know it's, it's like, not yeah. like mom was like you better pick one of these two right exactly we gotta go yeah exactly you know? yeah like, they're like oh well i picked that i was gonna run like a cheetah yeah and like i've you been doing that more with bit. lily yeah like, lunch today she just or no it was breakfast this morning she's like not sitting in her chair at all and like running all over the place and i'm like okay you have two options if you are still eating because if you're if you're done eating, we can be done eating. But if you're still eating, you can either sit in the little chair at your little table like you would at preschool, or we can bring up your big chair and you can sit at the big table with mommy and daddy and we can bring Bubba over too. Yeah. And she's like, I want to sit at the big table. I'm like, sweet. Okay. We will all sit at the big table. And then I had like five minutes before she started going crazy again. But at least was the like, okay, here's option A, here's option right. B. You don't get to pick from anything other than this. Mm-hmm, like right. you can't run around the room while you're eating your breakfast. Right. Yeah. You have to sit down. Yeah. I love it. I think that's really exciting. I mean, choices are my big go-to, especially for communication. Because if you can say, because I have so many kids that will just say yes or mm-hmm. or yeah or whatever to a question. And, you know, parents are asking them questions all day long. And instead you can right. say, instead of saying, do you want the green cup? You can say, even if the, even, you know, as long as it's an option, right? You're, right. you want the green cup or the blue cup instead. That way they can't just say yeah or no to the green cup. They right. have to say yeah. blue cup or they have to try to say it, right? Or they have to point or they have to do something to communicate that. So I think that's, or like, I'll say, I'll say offer an option that you think is silly too. Like, mm-hmm. do you, you know, do you want me to put this block on, on top of the tower or on top of my head? And either way, if they say on top of your head, that's fine. You can still put it on top of your head. But like, right. you obviously know. Oh, that, that was really silly. Yeah. But if you, but, or, but they, 
they may have been wanting on top of the tower. But if you say, do you want me to put it on top of the tower? And they say, yeah, that's when the communication stops. So that's, right. why, that's why I'm like, again, choices are like so huge. And it's hard to think about all the choices that it's you can offer. open-ended questions though, yes. that are also foster that deeper thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I talk about that a lot uh, with my parents at school. I'm like, do you, don't read a book and say, do you like the book? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. But what was your favorite part of the book? Why was that your favorite part? Or like, oh my gosh, what do you think is going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Not just like, did the boy fall out of the tree? Yes. Move on. Like, that's fine. But that could yeah. be a first step. But like those deeper questions. Yeah. What happened? Why? Like, I right. I tell parents all the time, I'm like, the next step, now that, now that you can say, what is this? And they can say, cup. The next step is you say, like, why, like, why was the pig dirty? Because, and then and then if they can answer it in like a really short sentence, that's going to be even better. Like because they played in the mud, right? right. Mm-hmm. Versus having the – if you say why and it's like a really long explanation, that's going to be hard for the kid. Right, they're just right, going to give right. up and walk away. So, yeah, it's like something – especially something that can be explained in a picture, right? You can see it in the picture. So mm-hmm. I love that why whenever they get to that point because it's just one of those really – Things you don't think about once you get your kid out of, like, learning those real simple things. Right. And so. What's well, even, like, what's your favorite food? And they'll be like, pizza. And I'm like, but why? And they're like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? No one's ever asked me why I like pizza. I'm yeah. like, well, do you like the cheese? Do you like the topping? Do you like. Where do you like well, it why from? Do you, right. Yeah, why right. do you like it? Well, I just, I just like it. It's my favorite. Like, well, it has to be your favorite for some reason. But it's like those deeper level questions are not asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like simple things. Right. Or like, why is the Tyrannosaurus Rex your favorite dinosaur? Yeah. Exactly. Because I have a big head and little Little arms, arms, and I want to imagine them doing silly things. That's funny. And that's a lot more words than that's my favorite. Because. Oh, you want me to do it? I'm sorry. You are allowed to. This is your house. These my old arthritic hands can't do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when the last time was those were cleaned. So, I mean, we do have a sink. This is a really fun thing. Is this supposed to be a shot glass? No, so that is a sample. That is your. Oh, you it's told a beer us about festival it earlier. Cup. You yeah. were saying earlier these. This yeah. is from the flights. The this flight. Is, this is a beer festival cup. So this oh. is like you get like. Is that like three? Ten steps? or twenty samples. It's probably like four ounce pour. Katie said. So. That's four ounces. Uh, I bet it yeah. is four ounces. So I'm thinking of a bottle well, in my head yeah, now. I was gonna say like yeah. <laughs> I know. Isn't it amazing how how well you can tell how many ounces something is now? Usually, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, the NICU did everything in milliliters, so we oh. did everything in milliliters. No so way. I'm still like completely lost when it comes to like, oh yeah, like 90 milliliters is about three ounces. Okay, that's what I can tell normal yeah, people. No, I, I told my mom that I was making 20 milliliters of pumped breast milk. Like whenever I finally stopped, mm-hmm. br- br- like stopped pumping. And for the longest time, I guess she thought that I was making a lot more. And she was like, I finally realized that you were saying milliliters, like 20, mil- <laughs> 20 milliliters. And I hold my fingers up and I'm showing you like a stack of quarters, like four high like yeah. from a 20 minute breastfeeding. Se- like, no, like 20 minute pumping session. Like, no, it was so easy to stop to stop pumping. And it wasn't easy to stop pumping because like you said, it was very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. But it was but so it it is was- not pumping at work has been a huge thing off yeah. of my plate because like I still, time. when I pumped, I got like an ounce towards the end. Yeah. yeah. That's not what Kenzie's actually getting. Cause if no. it was, she would stop. She yeah. wouldn't be growing. She'd be getting frustrated. Yeah. You know, it said for me, it was just frustrating. Cause I'm like, I'm supposed to be getting the sitter, the sitter at least four ounces, both times. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting an ounce. Mm. Like how am I supposed to do that? Yeah. Yeah. When like it, with both kids going back to work and like, like it was like, Oh, they completely forgot Lily versus Elliot. So it's like, okay, I pumped 300 milliliters today. And what I said equal announces third. No, I, I was trying know. to think of two. Hey, Google 30, 30 <laughs> milliliters is an ounce. Yeah. So it'd be like 10 ounces. Oh gosh. I've never pumped that. Have you ever pumped that much? Mm-mm. Oh, I, I got, Oh, that much. I, 
a second. So like I would, but like I would pump like Caroline's 100 like, milliliters, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and there was. I mean, if you're pumping and you don't feel like a cow, there. Right. I mean, yeah, hundred percent, exactly. My sister said that when she was like, "Are right, you little Jersey heifer over there?" Whatever. I was like, "Too far, can't. Sorry." But I'm like, like, "Where's my shirt?" Yeah, right. Like I had been back at work for like maybe two weeks and it was still like three days a week and like i would send elliot with like 450 milliliters because i was like okay this is like four bottles for him and he really only needs like three right but like make sure that you have that buffer in case if well he was really hungry today right and then i get to the house a little bit earlier than usual so they weren't re- so like whoever mom was that was washing that day wasn't totally ready for me to get home and i just see like three bottles with like 40 or 50 milliliters each in them. That's real painful. And I'm just like, I know how, like I, I can't win because so much is getting poured down the drain. So let me tell you this. So it's like, okay, then I, then I got like, okay, what can I drink? So like Joe had a very stern conversation with his mom. And like, I had a very stern conversation with my mom where I was like, this is how much he's supposed to be getting a bottle. Yeah. Like, okay, but here's the thing. Don't waste this. Can I tell you two things? The first thing is that I feel like me talking about breastfeeding stuff is like, is like processing. Like, I feel like I always bring it up mm-hmm. and I feel like the reason I bring it up is because it's like processing because I had such a kind of a weird experience with breastfeeding. Yeah. I bring it up because it's like I'm processing it. So I feel like right. I'm constantly talking about it, like people talk about their birth experience because mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I have to process I, this. Yeah. Because so every thing. time you, because it's, you're not, the way memory works from what I can remember from being told at some point is you're not <laughs> recalling the event you're recalling the last time you recalled the event. So well, it's like your emotions of the event. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you, because every, there's, a, there's things you're a little bit more removed about that Mark was like, yeah, this happened. I'm like, Oh, need to process. It's not yeah. even in, it's not even like in your memory. Oh, cause like two months after you have a kid, you're like, Oh yeah, we could totally do that again. We're in the moment. You're like, two I months. am never doing this said. again. Well, two no, months. well, no, cause you're like, <laughs> This little ah, poor Carol I so couldn't sit on a chair. What are <laughs> <laughs> like, you talking about? It's, well, because like two months is when they like are actually smiling and they're like majority like a happy potato. No, I know. Nip, but no. nine weeks, I tell everybody. I tell everybody, <laughs> and my family will tell you they were like, you were in some times there for like nine weeks straight. It was rough going. Which is, like two months is eight weeks. Two months like, weeks. And I remember you messaging me and me just being like, yeah, this is not good. Like, none of this is good. My life's not good. Like, it was yeah. like for nine weeks straight. I tried to be the support system we were talking about, and she shut me down. <laughs> and that's because I just didn't know. I, like, I was just... I just no, it's true, you. though. But, like, I did it to a lot of people where I was like, just like, you can't help me. Like, I'm just... I'm like... I was like, I was like in an emo place. Like, it was not yeah. good. But Her like, hair turned black. No, it was a cross Like, sitting over here, like, just real dark. Jagged cuts. My, my sister, she'll all the time be like, she had a hard time. Like, I was at my friend's baby shower and my friend was like how was it after birth and i was like it's not so bad da, da, da. and my sister was like hillary was in a rough place i was like god dang there are some things we don't share i know heather i was like i was like i was like yeah i was but like kind of want to sugarcoat it a little bit for the new mommies like just a little not like a lot i mean you want to tell them that you had a hard time but that you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel like it's yeah. not like i like i always tell people like you can make it through nine weeks. That's that's how long it took me. It's not going to take you that long necessarily, but right. nine weeks was whenever I started to feel like there was light and that I felt like Veda was responding to me and that mm-hmm. I was, you know, there was a whole thing. But, um, right. Well, because yeah. at like three weeks <laughs> old, everybody's like, like, oh, look, they're smiling at you. And I'm like, that's gas. Yeah, exactly. You're like, like literally, you're that's, like, they don't love me. Though. Like, that helps, though. It does like so much. 47 times at a night and they just go, <gasps> when they start responding like, to okay. you, because I literally thought she's never going to like, 
look at me and be like, yeah. Mom, you know what I mean? Like, I just was literally like, it was a whole thing. But I was going to say, the other thing that made me think about it was you said, like, a little bit of breast milk in every bottle, like, kills you, like, stabs you in the heart whenever mm-hmm. people waste it. So my lactation consultant told me, and I told my friend who who's a, she was a formula mama for, like, her first two kiddos mostly. Mm-hmm. And I told her recently, I said, oh, my gosh, it changed my life whenever my lactation consultant told me that I could feed her a bottle. You know, if you feed formula, you have to kill that bottle after an hour. Mm-hmm. But if you feed breast milk, we could we could feed it from the bottle and then we could feed put it in the fridge and feed it the next feeding because it's like a living yeah it's a living you're not supposed know. to do that with formula no no, <laughs> no. that's funny. yeah because it's because i didn't it, know that it when um, she doesn't drink it the the supplement i just put it in the fridge yeah. like breast milk one well, and she was probably older too because like i mean like you yeah. know when they're getting formula like really young no no, no you know this I mean? was like, like a year. Right. I was going to say, it's but not as funny. big a deal. I just treat, I'm like, well, breast milk is yeah. sitting here. Why would just put it right back out? Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, the bacteria in it will like accumulate faster than it will. The breast milk is like the good so bacteria. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah. So, but I didn't know that about breast milk because I was wasting a lot of breast milk. So it was like, oh, put no. that back in the fridge. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, well, she didn't finish it. It's dead now after an hour. And then I would dump it. And it was like, or no, I would save it for like a bath. Like I would always try to use it somehow, yeah. but it was mm-hmm. still like, she's wasting it and it's driving me insane. And like, when I like to I, so I told my friend that recently and i was like changed our lives like and i'm sure that's what my what our moms were doing because like yeah it's like especially after elliot because i was like this kid is huge like i i can't win because i'm pumping like three quarters of what he eats and of what they they're using in a day it's not even what he eats it's what they're using and i'm like i don't have the same stash that i had with lily Mm. because lily had this ginormous stash of well, nobody is telling me that I should stop pumping as much as I am. Yeah. So I'm How just going to keep going. Um, she was in the NICU for 14 days. She was in the NICU for f- 15 days. And um, I was pumping like every four hours. And really, it probably should have been like every three hours, technically. But like, you, you got to take it so much time. Done, I mean, okay. shit. When everyone, everyone will yell at you for the refrigerator hack. But whenever I finally started doing it, it was like the lifesaver. You just put it right back in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Put your parts right back in the fridge. People will yell at you I for was that. even worse than that. What? I would rinse them off because I would pump during lunch. I would rinse them off, put them back in the baggie, and use them again the next one. I can't believe you. I'm just kidding. You got to do what you got to <laughs> no, do. When you have 20 minutes and that's, that's all right. you have, no, I mean, yeah. you're kidding. I mean, Kenzie did die. Fine. Exactly. I was like, you're fine. That's not a big deal. I was like, I mean, if she started to get sick, it would be a different story. But yeah, I was going to say, when, and well, when that's the thing like, too. It's like, I was making sure, like, okay, the kids aren't getting sick. So mm-hmm. obviously, whatever we're doing is fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I accidentally I left whenever, this bag. Oh, I'm sorry, go on. I accidentally left this bag of milk in the work fridge Friday night because I, Friday, because I forgot to take it home from work. Well, at this point, the kid's not going to get it until Tuesday or Wednesday. And really, it's supposed to be dead after four days, mm. quote unquote. But it's like, no, it'll be fine for a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes they do that just to cover their asses. Yes. Yeah. Percent. That's what my, that's what my parents said a lot about a lot of things with Veda. It was like, I think you just... Take everything with grain of salt because well, probably everyone's like so quick s- to sue and like oh, yeah. be like, oh my god, I can't believe you let my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Like we had one nurse, one of the last nurses that Lily had in the NICU was a guy. He was the only guy nurse that we had seen there, and he was telling us that oh yeah, like it's good for two hours. Like a bottle on the counter is good for two hours mm-hmm. after they've had it. And so like oh sweet, and then like he was giving like double times versus what everybody else was doing. Oh giving. yeah. Like, oh no 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 no! Don't listen yeah. to him. Yeah. But it's like, I'm like, well, also part of it is they're dealing with like preemies mm-hmm. and right. like preemies, like you have to be like super careful. You with, do. Right? I would say that's the thing right, is right. I always think about that whenever I think of the suggestions for foods. I'm always like, well, they were preemie. You do have to be more careful. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a whole thing. That does it for this week's show. Thanks so much for listening. 
Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find us at Craft Parenting Podcast on all those platforms. You can also get a hold of us via email, which is craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to share the show. It's what helps our show grow. If you'd like to send us stuff such as fan mail, craft supplies, or sanity, we have a P.O. box. And all of this information is available on our website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com. That's where we post the show notes, plus blog posts about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the podcast. And if you would like to support the show in a monetary fashion, we have a Buy Me a Coffee account. Ooh. Where you can buy us a coffee. I like coffee. And those funds help support the show and help us buy new equipment and keep the show growing. So you can find the link in the show notes if you want more information on that. And if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can find me at at Craft Parenting Joe. That's where I post pictures of the beer that I drink. And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram and Caroline's Creative Crafts on Facebook. And with that, I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. See you next time on the Craft Parenting Podcast. Bye. So I think he said like the last episode because we had recorded so long, he was like, he "I split it into two. He, okay. One he could have split it into two, and he was like, "Yeah, I just listened to the beginning and the end, and I didn't really listen to, or didn't really edit much in the middle, wow. <laughs> and just like made sure that all the cues were right, and then left it at that." Are we gonna need to have? Do we we, we got to take a photo. Before of. I forget, because we didn't take a photo three. last time. Oh, decent last time. Dang it. I gonna say I didn't put. I literally <laughs> was like, I didn't. Put, I told Steve I didn't put any makeup on today. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That wasn't so bad. I mean, I don't look great <laughs> it's in it either. Fine. It's fine. I hate that too, though. People are like, don't take a picture of me, and I'm like, okay, but like, you want to remember this? Like, it's fine. I don't know. I. I really don't care really in the long run when it comes to pictures. I'm just like, I want to remember them. I want to be in a picture because most of the time as a mom, you're not in any pictures anymore. And it's not, yeah. you know, it's fine, but it's also like kind of frustrating because you're like, I hate to have to tell someone to take pictures of me, but come Mark, on. Mark is actually pretty decent about it. That's good. Steven does better oh, about is. it. Like he's good because I've told him kind of like, hey. I was going to say something about. I was going to say something. I know. I was like, oh no, I lost my train of thought too. Oh, well. Let's see here. Is it a natural cutoff? What time are we, what time are we figuring it out? This is an intro for episodes 77 and 78. The one with the mom, or the one with when the moms return, part one and two. Oh, snap. <laughs> the moms strike back. <laughs> or, um, the return of the moms. The revenge of the moms. I don't know. Working title. <laughs> All right, so intro three, two, one.